raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The United States is threatening to ban TikTok if the owners don't sell. The owners are the Communist Chinese Party. Correct. But it shouldn't be a threat. It should happen already. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I again will tell you that I have nothing but sympathy for TikTok content creators. I'm a content creator. I. This is difficult. Building an audience is extremely difficult. And I don't want to take their world away from them. And it's an awful thing to do. I think the communist Chinese are more awful. And so you can't operate in the United States if you're owned by China. That is not only true of TikTok. What I'm hoping is that TikTok is where the dominoes start to fall on the entirety of businesses owned by the communist Chinese. They also cannot own land in the United States. The answer is no. How does this, how do you force a a, a company to sell, you tell them, just like you did, you can't operate here. Well, Tony, the Constitution, the Constitution is not for the Communist Chinese Party. The Constitution is for Americans. That's who it's for. And if you think I'm going to allow somebody else to utilize the Constitution against me, I have to hold to a standard that they don't have to hold to. No, 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 no. I remind them that it's not for them. We'll treat them any way we want. And, oh, by the way, wait until we get angry. There is a movie with Dustin Hoffman. It's not, is it Sphere? They're, they're, in the, they're underwater. It's Samuel L. Jackson, I think, is in it, too. And, and they, they run into this like monolith kind of thing. And the monolith, for whatever reason, is talking to them via their computer. And the, 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 the object, the sphere, the monolith, whatever it is, says uh, that, that it's happy. And everyone's like, oh, good, it's happy. And Dustin Hoffman's character uh, said, I-, I would rather it showed no emotion at all. What happens if this thing gets mad? I want China to view the United States in that regard. Don't worry about if we're happy. Don't try and make us happy. Do your awful, horrible things, but don't think you can bother us. Because if you make us mad, things are going to get real bad. I mean, real bad. You should be afraid how bad. Part of what I think makes a good foreign policy is not that you don't talk to allies and those you have issues with. You speak to everybody. You want to engage in that way. But everybody knows a little bit underneath, these people are the ones in charge. If you ask me, I believe that a foreign policy should be predicated by the idea that the United States is in charge. The answer is yes, I do. Does that mean nation building? No, it doesn't. Does that mean pushing, uh, telling nations you have to do things our way or no way? No. If other nations want to do things their way, they can learn that their way may not work well. Just like we could learn that. But if the argument is, uh, the argument should be, but if you are going to make decisions that have you working with nations that are an enemy to us, like China, well, that's going to work out poorly for you. It worked out poorly for Russia to take down this drone. 
There is so much conversation over this drone. It is as if the Pentagon and others cannot keep a lid on the mistake that Russia made. It's very obvious now. And it was obvious yesterday. Russia made a mistake in putting down this this drone. They're flying over the Black Sea, and they decided to, to hit it. Or they didn't decide to hit it, and they're so completely incompetent that they did hit it. They hit it, and they poured fuel on it, and it, and it went down in the Black Sea. You have the United States going to find it and saying they're questioning whether or not there's anything they can get from it. They're not sure there's anything recoverable. It's probably four to 5,000 feet below water. Any recovery operation would be difficult to that depth by anyone. It's true we don't have ships there, but we do have a lot of allies in the area. This is happening while the Russians are saying, hey, we'll get that for you. Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina said if they go near the thing, we should shoot missiles in their direction. Now, the truth is, Lindsey Graham is not wrong in the concept. Russia, if they attempt to take U.S. hardware, should be not threatened, but should be hit in a way so severe that they question what's next. And you say to me, Tony, you're just a warmonger. You don't get to touch U.S. hardware. Well, maybe we should have been flying drones in the Black Sea. We'll fly drones anywhere we damn well please. Do you see how we play the game? We didn't fly it over Moscow. It was in the Black Sea. Well, the whole problem is that we're giving aid to Ukraine. Well, I don't see that as much of the problem as you do. It's all leading us to war. Yes, Russia is leading us to a fight. You're absolutely correct. You simply don't let Ukraine be overtaken. It's a bad bit of strategy. Do I want to use troops? Absolutely not. I oppose the Patriot missile system being used. I oppose uh, the sending of the M1A1s and the Bradleys. Because they require somebody to be on the ground to teach them how to work it. I, I have absolutely no faith in the Ukrainian military to run this level of sophistication, this level of hardware. None. They have not given me a reason to. They've shown me that they're willing to fight, and I appreciate that. I have no problem with putting a gun in their hand. None. I now have the Israelis looking to, to arm the Ukrainians. That was the story yesterday that it was it would be the israeli military that would be sending um uh export licenses or approved export licenses to sell them anti-drone jamming systems to keep russia from being able to properly communicate i want ukraine to be able to survive and then i want it to be a better nation i'm not a fan of vladimir zelensky he has not done anything in my view to show me that he's a guy i should be cheering on after those first three weeks, because those first three weeks, he could have left. He could have uh, gone to safe harbor and cheered on his country from afar. He didn't. He stayed. I, I, that, that's actual bravery. 
And then after that, he said, how can I manipulate every other country and try and uh, um, really insult them and browbeat them into more money? There's only so much money that can be given. But I will take umbrage, and I'll share it with you. Uh, It's a video that got shared with me from Tucker Carlson. The idea that the U.S. military is getting increasingly weak, partly because of aid to Ukraine. If we want to discuss problems with the U.S. military, they existed long before aid to Ukraine. But Russia invades Ukraine. We're not supposed to do anything. I think it's a weird, weird take. And if you say, well, that us being involved is why we had the drone there. And so, therefore, it's not Russia's fault. It's our fault that the drone went down. Nah. No, that's, that, that is not a valuable foreign policy at all, in my view. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.